Welcome back to Harmonize Your Life Conversations on Self-Care uh, with your host, Dr. Tony G. Alvarado. I'm glad to have you back for another episode on the Harmonize Your Life podcast as we have launched our new um, a new uh, series, a new um, segment of podcast episodes in our third year. Yes, this is our third year of the Harmonize Your Life podcast, and we are now in season nine of this podcast, and it has just been um, amazing what God has already done over this last three years, 2020, 2021, and 2022, and we're glad to be back bringing you new episodes in the year 2023. All right, so today we're going to have a really, really, really a good conversation, a candid conversation on the topic of self-care and self-worth. If you if you saw our previous episode for the month of February with Debrina uh, Jackson Gandy, then um, this episode really uh, will probably dovetail on and we'll dig down deeper in that conversation. We're talking about sacred self-care principles with her, sacred self-care and um, and our image and our identity and where we get our identity from being God, our creator. And one of the reasons that um, we know and we feel that women do not engage in sacred self-care is because of our self-image and, and the images that we have that impact our self-worth how we see and how how we see ourselves how we view ourselves and the image that we have of ourselves often that is erroneous and is marred and um, just covered over with trauma disappointment hurt pain and all those things that we experience in life and even sometimes our successes falsely uh give us a false uh perceptions of who we are and so Today, we're going to dig a little deeper in that conversation with my guests right after this. Well, I'm glad to have in the podcast studio with me again for the second time of uh, my sister, my friend, and my soror, the Robin Monica May. <laughs> Hi. Hi. I'm so excited to be here. You know, when you call, I do everything I can to say yes. So well, I am so honored to be here. And, and I'm happy to return the favor anytime. So you just, yes. you just call and I'll be there. Okay. All right. So let me just give you a little bit of her bio for those who are just getting introduced to Robin. She is no stranger to most of us because you'll you've seen her and some I'll tell you where some of the places you've seen her. So she's focused on empowering people to live life according to the way God uh, creatively crafted them. Robin May is passionate about supporting those who've, who've decided that the status quo is no longer enough in their life and their relationships. She specifically works to empower women to live their lives intentionally and fully engaged and to equip, equip couples to experience the marriage God ordained for them. Robin is the author of several books, including The 30-Day Intentional Intimacy Project for Married Women and a weekly devotional entitled Live Intentionally, Fully Engaged. Robin recently released an online course for couples to help them improve the communication and connection in their relationship. Robin currently serves as a mental health therapist, a life coach, and speaker. Her life-changing advice has been featured in Essence Magazine, The Ricky Smiley Show for many years, weekly on Radio One's Gospel Station, Praise 102.5, The KD Bo Show, where for five years Robin was the featured life coach. Robin has, hosted, Robin has hosted her own television show called Intentional Living with Life Coach Robin May, where Robin was the host and one of the executive producers of the show. 
The show can still be seen on the AIB network in Atlanta, Georgia, or anywhere in the world via the web. Robin is honored to partner with her husband as they lead Transforming Church. Um, the church launched in 2017, and the couple is excited about what God is doing through their ministry. Uh, to learn more about Robin, you'll, I'll give you her information uh, later on, but you can visit her website at Robin May Online or follow her on Instagram at Robin May Online. Although Robin is extremely proud of her accomplishments, her most treasured role is being the wife to her college sweetheart, Lee May, and mother to her daughters, Ryan, Kimberly, Reagan, Leanna, and Riley jo Joy. All right. Welcome, my Sora. Thank you. Thank you. I'm so excited. Thank you for being here. Why don't you just greet the ladies a little bit and just kind of share why you're passionate about empowering women to live intentionally? Yeah. So I, again, thank you so much for having me. You know, you are an icon in these streets. And so I feel honored to be able to be with you. So um, the tagline for my business, not even the tagline, it's incorporated into the name of my coaching practice in particular, is live life, live life. And life stands for living intentionally, fully engaged. And I really have committed my personal, honestly, my personal and professional life to helping women. I'm so passionate about helping women get off of the sidelines of their own life. Mm -hmm. As a life coach and as a licensed therapist, I'm in the trenches every day with people, but particularly with women who have literally abdicated their role as the star of their own show. They are playing second fiddle. They have their, um, their assistant being on the front row. I, I, no, no, no. You're supposed to be on the center stage of your own story. And so I help women stop living passively to get into the front seat of their story, to stop living, just tipping around, just dipping their toe in the water. No, I want them to fully engage in life. You know, one of my favorite scriptures is this. Well, I have a lot of favorite scriptures because you know the word <laughs> is my go-to, but one of my favorite scriptures is in Hebrews. And I believe it's Hebrews chapter 10, verse 28. I want to say it might be 38, but it says mm -hmm. this, he is not pleased with the one who shrinks back. Mm. That just blesses my heart. And so that's my passion to help women not shrink back, to live intentionally, fully engaged. Fully engaged and, you know, and not living passively. I love the way you put that to have helping women to move from being uh, passive with their lives to really to being engaged intentionally and fully engaged. And um, yeah, being in on the front front row, being yes. the driver of that. Yeah, yes. stage. You know, I just launched an intentional self-care program for women. And what I have found is that when it comes to women um, being uh, taking charge of their own self-care, I always tell people, women, your self-care is your responsibility. It is not yes. the responsibility of your husband, your job, your boss, your children. Stop waiting on everybody else to give you permission to take care of yourself because people are not going to give you permission. They're not going to give you permission. Life is not going to give you permission. Absolutely. <laughs> so Absolutely. you have to get, be, get in that driver's seat and take charge of that, and you'll be surprised how many women allow themselves to be um, move, be carried about, or 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 they move through life being led by a schedule, a calendar, even a job responsibilities. It's 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 amazing. Well, I got I have to work. Yes, we do. If you're not independently wealthy, I get that. But you can work in a way that it still honors you and honors your life and honors Absolutely. your commitment to self-care, health and wellness and to being fully engaged in who you are and what God called you to do. That's why Absolutely. I love this. Yeah. And you know what's so interesting? I'm so particular about that. If you talk to any of my girlfriends, one of the things that drives them crazy about me, I'm so particular that I'm constantly challenging women to be careful of using the word have to, that mm -hmm. I have to No, mm -hmm. everything you're doing. And, and sometimes it can feel frustrating because it seems like I'm mincing words, but the truth is if we don't check our automatic speech, we don't understand how much we are being governed by 
outside forces. And so when you stop and you say, I choose to, or I want to, or I'm going to, instead of I have to. So to your point, yes, if you're not independently wealthy, you choose to work because even that you don't have to, there are plenty of people. Yeah. Are, just exactly. ask some of these mamas who got grown folks in their house. There are plenty of people who are not independently wealthy and they do not choose to go to work. And, and, so and, now, and, and now in this pandemic, you know, the, what they're calling it, the great resignation, people yes. have chosen. I'm not going into an office. There are people who are turning down jobs if it means they got to go into an office. Do you hear me? And so exactly. that's yes. a takeaway right there. A simple strategy to help you get off of the sidelines of your own life, to come back from backstage. I like to tell women, I want them to imagine that they there's a show getting ready to start and put your name as the star, as the billing, Robin May show. And you are back there backstage and you let your understudy play your role. And I want you to imagine that you're peeking around the curtain, watching your understudy play your role. No, I'm saying, sis. You are supposed to be the star of that show. Come on out and play your role in a simple way. You can start this process of coming back, coming from backstage is to change your language. Girl. Stop saying what you have to start mm -hmm. saying what you choose to, what you want to even hear me. Even when the options seem absolutely impossible, you are still making a choice. Yes. There's a, a term called cognitive day. distortions. There's a term called cognitive distortions. Okay. And a cognitive distortion is stinking thinking, right? And we all have cognitive distortions. Mm -hmm. We all have uh, multiple ones. Mm -hmm. One of the cognitive distortions, for example, is black and white thinking. That's one that I struggle with, thinking mm -hmm. that it's either this or that when there's a lot of gray. Well, mm -hmm. a major cognitive distortion is shoulds and should nots, okay. haves and have nots. And so okay. you want to challenge that conversation, even your internal dialogue, challenge that. That's a simple step to start the shift. Mm. That's that's interesting. One of the things that I you know, Robin, when I was thinking about you to come on the podcast, I really I could I know I could throw you any topic and you go for it. But one of the thoughts that I was thinking about was self-talk. Mm -hmm. And Absolutely. so you're talking about that internal dialogue and that what we're saying to ourselves and the what we're repeating to ourselves and how that is shaping the way we do life, whether that's shaping, that's putting us on the sideline rather than putting us um what did you what yeah. you call it at the front seat or on in Yeah, what I what I keep what I want you to keep thinking about is Am I operating at the center stage of my own life? Now I will tell you, Dr. Tony, this. This is very difficult for women of faith in particular. Yes. You know, I'm in yes. the trenches about every it. day. I'm in the Talk trenches every it. day with I women. know where you're going. I know where you're going. Talk about it. Go ahead. And it's particularly difficult for women of faith mm -hmm. because when we hear that, especially yes. those of us who really want to honor Jesus, when we hear that, it sounds self-promoting. It sounds yes. selfish. Yes. It sounds like I'm making it about me and not about yes. God. Yes. I'll, I'll share this to help the woman who is hearing this and hearing me say this and is like, yeah, but isn't God supposed to be the center? First of all, I love Jesus and I don't play. None of this would be happening in my life. I can't do nothing without him. I don't know how people stay married without him. Oh, Dr. Tony, I don't know how these folks raise these kids without him. Because you know I'm in the trenches. Away from these kids. I have been where you are. No, Dr. Tony, you need to hold my hand. Because they, okay, so I can't. So I want you to understand you're listening to somebody who mm -hmm. loves Jesus. And I'm not talking about who just goes to church. That's I'm not talking about the person I who just can. says I'm spiritual. I'm mm -hmm. talking about the God of the Bible, okay? Mm -hmm. So I want you to hear me when I say this. One of my really good friends gave me this advice about something totally different, but I'm going to apply it here. Okay. She is a best-selling author. She's been on the Today Show. She's just the bomb.com. Okay. And she said to me, Robin, you don't ever ask for my help. Like you're doing some of the very things that I've done. You see, you celebrate me when I'm on the Today Show. You, you cheer me on when my book is coming out. You tell all your friends to get, but you never ask me to help you and what you're doing. So okay. my very humble response, you know, that false humility, oh, my yeah. humble response was, I just don't want to bother you. Mm -hmm. I don't want to be that friend that just is, you know, taking advantage of our friendship. And she said this to me. She said, Robin, the very fact that you would even think that 
The very fact that you would even say that is an indicator that you're not that kind of person. The very fact that you're sensitive enough to say, I don't want to bother you, lets you know you're not the kind of woman who would be infringing on your friends. So I want the listeners to hear that Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and apply that same wisdom to this conversation. I know when you hear me saying that you don't belong backstage, that you belong front and center, the center stage of your own story. I know you hear that and begin to feel like I don't want to self-promote. I don't want to have myself out there. I want it to be about God. The very fact that you're thinking that and saying that gives you an idea that you're not the kind of woman who would put God on the back burner. And so when you shine, when your when your light is shining, people are going to see Jesus. You're going to keep pointing them to God. So it's not about you saying that you're making your name great. It's about you. Watch this. I feel the Holy Spirit right here. It's about <laughs> you getting in position so that you can operate in your role in the kingdom so that the full puzzle can be complete. When you backstage, the puzzle is not complete. Yeah. You're really out of order and out of line. Because you are not where he has crafted and created you to be. I'm gonna stop there because you, you, you know, but, but you know what's interesting though, when you're talking about that light, right? And uh, letting the Bible says, Let your light so shine that men may see your good works and glorify oh, your father in heaven, right? But what what are the one of the things we have to understand is our, God has called all of us to have a light, we all have a light, and God is light. I was preaching on Sunday and I said, God never created us to walk in darkness that the first thing God created in creation the first thing he said was let there be light right and um and and um so whenever whenever we're walking in darkness we're hiding we're shame when when Adam and Eve sinned and and it said that you know they were um they hid themselves that's a sense of darkness right and so but he um um, Peter says that we are we are a royal priesthood, a holy nation, yes. a peculiar people, all that, that we may show forth, come on, the one who called us out of darkness, darkness. Into, into the, what kind of light? light. And so, light. God, so, and our light, listen, we have a light, but to think that our light could dim God's light, come on. Yeah, that's a little bit. That's getting a little arrogant, isn't it? Right? It's, my, it's getting a little arrogant. Not afraid of me shining, and my right. God wants me to shine. And so I think when we have, it's kind of a sense of false humility, if you will. Yeah. And, um, when we do that, and it's certain, certainly erroneous. I'm working on. I'm working through a theology of self care, and I know what you're talking about when you say for Christian women, particularly women of faith, people of faith. We've been, some of our ideologies and our theologies have been so erroneous when it comes yes. to our identity, our self-worth. Yes. Dr. Mm-hmm. Tony, I hate to go here. I'm about to go here. Go ahead. And I don't think I've ever gone here publicly, but I'm about to go here. Go ahead. Not only people of faith or women of faith, people of faith of color. Oh, there is something big deeper. There is something about people of color, and we can literally look back and look back at our story and our journey, Doctor Tony. If you just listen to the difference in the messaging of gospel music, and you listen to the messaging of non-gospel music, you can hear it. Our our messaging is often rooted in our struggle because we have struggled. When you hear the messaging with um, that is not gospel, it is often just illuminating and highlighting how big God is. Mm-hmm. I just want that's a challenge for everyone. Go back and listen to our some gospel music. It can be very rooted in, and hear me. Let's just get very real here for a minute. Ain't nothing wrong with it. Because no. see, baby, that's the music that brings us that's out. Over, that's right? the music that's that right. helps that's us. Right. For this day, if I, when I'm really going through, baby, I turn, I turn on that music that's going to lift my spirits. But the truth is, if you listen to it, so I think it's very much rooted in our um, our, our historical our and uh, our trauma. trauma of slavery. Mm-hmm. That it, it lives yes. out and how we, there's a term called schema. 
schema mm -hmm. and it's how we view the world and mm -hmm. our schema if it's not challenged can be very unhealthy and so that schema is seeing god through a lens of despair and mm -hmm. not through a lens of all of the promises he has for us now we don't want to go too far to the other side and preach a yeah. theology that there is no challenges that you right. never have a hard time exactly. i don't believe in toxic positivity but i do believe that we need to see god holistically and not just through the way and the pain. You know, another favorite scripture is John 17, 4, I want to say. And it is Jesus speaking. And he says, I glorified you on earth. But watch this. He said, I glorified you on earth by completing the work you called me to do. Mm. He said, I glorified you on earth by completing the work you called me to do. And so I love to use that as a reminder to me. Listen, I can glorify him. Um, as I run around at church on Sunday, as mm -hmm. I speak in tongues, as I lay on the ground, as I shout. Mm -hmm. But ultimately, how I glorify him mm -hmm. is by completing the work he has called mm -hmm. me to do. Mm -hmm. And how do I do that? By moving from backstage to center mm -hmm. stage. Mm -hmm. And it, it reminds me of um, an article um, that I read um, um, I don't know if you've heard her, Monica Monica Hinton. She is um, a psychologist, a black psychologist, and she's written on an understanding of post-traumatic slave syndrome. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. And so this whole idea that the way we view ourselves, it is rooted in slavery. It is rooted in the trauma of slavery, the massacres of uh, Black Wall Street and uh, you know, just Absolutely. the whole our whole history as a people in the particularly in the U.S. and um, just civil war, all that, all that antebellum of uh, uh, slavery that we can't stop. People have come through, and when you think about it, it's so um, interesting. I did a um, podcast talk back with a panel of women, and Jada Wright, one of our um, panelists, she brought it up on our panel because we were talking about why are these conversations so important for women of color. Now I'm yes. gonna tell you when I when I first started this podcast three years ago, I I struggled with whether or not to make this podcast specific to women of color. I struggled because I had my I thought and then I had well many people say to me, well if you just make it broad about self-care and you could get more women because you know white women will sign on this and yeah. but i i'm very clear Robin, yes. that god told me that this work this particular work was yes. for women of color because of our trauma because absolutely of the way we even as people of faith have seen ourselves Absolutely. So, it's, there's a nuance me, there that cannot be ignored. Yes. And, and so for me, it's, you know, God bless if, you know, the numbers, are, but it's, it's not about that for me. I want to reach as many women of color as I, as I can reach. I want to reach as many women as I can reach, but I'm clear about this assignment that it is dedicated and pointed toward women of color because we have a unique story. Absolutely. We have unique we have unique trauma, unique stories that have shaped our identity and our self-worth, which then impacts how we engage in self-care. Absolutely. And I and you know, when we one of the things that is a staple in working with women is to tell them this. And I want anybody listening to write this down. You cannot change what you don't acknowledge. You cannot change what you don't acknowledge. And when we don't acknowledge the nuance of our trauma, both mm -hmm. a collective trauma and a personal trauma, I'm going to say that again. When yeah. we don't acknowledge the nuance of our collective trauma and then our personal trauma, you'll stay on what I call the merry-go-round or the roller coaster of crazy. Now, yeah. listen, y'all know we sick of being on this roller coaster of crazy, and that has nothing to do with mental illness. This is just the craziness that we live on. Mm -hmm. But part of that is slowing our lives down. I like to tell women to pause long enough to pay attention to your life. Pause long enough to pay attention to your life. Tune in to you. What is working? Mm. What isn't working? 
Mm. Where do you keep finding yourself tripped up? Why do you keep going down that same road when you know that same road has created destruction? It's mm -hmm. because we can still be addicted to dysfunction. Dysfunction can feel so comfortable it can lull us into complacency. We think we would want to just walk away from it, but no, because I don't know what's over there. So we stay addicted to that dysfunction. So when you don't pause, you'll just keep doing what you've always done. You'll keep doing what mama them did and not take a moment to say, wait a minute. Oh, this is working for me anymore. Listen, mm -hmm. a lot of times we're afraid to do that because we are afraid that we're going to be questioning God. Listen, I know old school saints have taught us that you mm -hmm. cannot question God, but I'm going to tell you this. Yes, you can. I'm raising three daughters. <laughs> and the one thing I want is that they have a question. I want them to come to me first. Yeah, yeah. I don't want them to go to their friends first. I am begging them. Any question you have, come to me first. Now, I will say, Dr. Tony, the <laughs> tone in which they come to me, they're going to have to be careful, right? Be careful with your tone, but you can ask me any question you want to ask. And so if I'm like that with my girls, how much more is my heavenly father? willing to allow me to come before him and ask him the tough questions. He's not, he can handle, listen, the truth can handle critique. He can handle my questions. Now my tone needs to be right. I need to be careful how I approach my heavenly father, but I can ask him the tough questions. And so if you want to get off of this cycle, and if you want to begin to do the inner work, you're going to have to pause long enough to pay attention to what's working and what's not working and tell yourself the truth about your life experience. Yeah. yeah. And that's that intentionality. That's that, what, what, you know, that whole, uh, slowing down, we got to be intentional to do that. Yes. Yeah. We have to be intentional to do that. We talked about this in the uh, podcast talk back about, you know, just deep breathing, drinking water, yes. taking a slow walk, taking a bath, just sitting still, yes. you know, meditation, prayer and meditation, because prayer is what we say, but meditation is sitting and hearing. And so when we don't do those things, then we we're, we're listening to the wrong tapes. Uh, ooh, absolutely. That wrong tape is playing over and over again. You know, we, we, you and I have talked before, I believe if not about internal dialogue, yeah, yeah. that, um, that, that conversation that you're having about you, what are you saying about you? I often tell people, listen, before you start telling me what are they saying, I want to know what you saying. What are you saying about you? What is the conversation you're having with you? Mm. And often that conversation, our internal dialogue, uh, Dr. Tony, is rooted in um, so many different things. Like there's just, you would just be surprised. First of all, researchers have said that some mm. researchers believe that 90% of our internal dialogue, women in particular, 90% mm -hmm. of our internal dialogue is negative. And so where is that coming from? Well, it's coming mm -hmm. from so many different factors. Mm -hmm. It's coming from the messaging we got from our parents or caretakers, mm -hmm. whoever your caretakers were. The messaging you got from the siblings or um, close family members, the messaging you got from friends. And I need everyone to hear this. That mm -hmm. messaging started at at one. Well, before uh -huh. you were born, it started uh -huh. at five, it started at 15 is what the kids teased you about on the playground. Uh -huh. Even if you did the, I don't care. It don't bother me. Oh, it still landed. And so remember this in life. Remember this. I tell my couples this all the time, but this mm -hmm. is a principle period. Mm -hmm. Now I'm going to say this. A principle is a principle, whether you understand it or not. A principle is a principle whether you agree with it or not. Mm -hmm. The principle of gravity works whether I understand the principle or not. I can get up on this uh, this building and I can jump off and say, I don't believe in gravity, but gravity going to believe in me. And so <laughs> a principle is a principle whether you understand it or not. Why am I saying that? Well, this idea of where is our internal dialogue coming? Where are we getting the scheme or the understanding of who we are? Whether you understand it or not, it's the truth. And it has happened. The messaging has collected in your heart and in your soul, quite frankly. It has collected in, through your entire journey. And if you've never done anything, pause and pay attention. If you haven't done the work to slow your life down, 
mm-hmm. and get clear about the messaging, you are living out that story. So this is what I tell my couples. And this is a principal period. I tell my couples and I want to tell the women listening, we are all doing one of two things. And many times we're doing both. Mm-hmm. We're either trying to repeat what we saw growing up okay. or we're trying to get as far away from what we saw growing up. Yep. And sometimes okay. we're trying to do a combination of both. Okay. If you think about marriage, I'll be celebrating 21 years being married to my husband this year. That means grown up, you know, marriage by the time you're 21. <laughs> that's grown yes, up marriage. Lord. Yes, Lord. We 30 this year, 30. Yes. So, you know, that's real grown. And so when you think about it in terms of marriage, in marrying my husband and being a mom, I am either trying to repeat what my mama did or I'm trying to get as far away, do it totally different. And sometimes you're doing a combination of both. Maybe I want to be the kind of wife she was or or not the kind of mom she was. Or I want to I want to do motherhood Mm -hmm. this way or not Mm -hmm. that way. So why am Mm -hmm. I saying that? If you're listening to us today, your internal dialogue, the messaging that you got from childhood is influencing how you show up. You're either just living that out or you're trying so hard to be the opposite of that. Um, I'm going to share this with you very quickly. I'm writing a book and here's a term that I've come up with. Listen to this term. Okay. I'm I'm really literally reading it out of my uh, journal for my book. This term I've, I've coined is called personality prior to impact. What was your personality prior to impact? Listen to this. Who were you before life started happening to you? Wow. Who were you before life started happening to you? That girl is your true personality. And if you never take time to revisit her, you're going to miss out on who you ultimately are meant to be. So that's what I mean by internal dialogue. Internal dialogue. So this, this, um, you called it personality? Personality prior to impact, before that thing or things happen to you, mm-hmm. because it begins to change you. It begins, mm-hmm. you know, um, I think, you know, I don't think I've ever talked about this publicly as well. My family, the women in my family tend to have an anxious personality style. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I, I do. I def, Baby, if you don't have nothing to be worried about, I'll come up with something for you to be worried about, right? I have to do a lot of work not to sit in that. Okay. But I will say that I was way more carefree in my younger years. But okay. as life started to happen and I started to face some really tough stuff, the anxiety has that that undercurrent of anxiety that's in my family anyway okay. has begun to really rise. And so I've had to do some work to, who are you, Robin? What, who were you before life started happening to you? Okay. And I want to be careful here. I don't want to open people up and we can't close them back. But I will say, just take some time to think through some of your trauma, some of your life experiences and how that changed you. Try to revisit who you were before that happened. Now, hear me. It is faulty and unreasonable. That's a better word. It is unreasonable to think that what has happened to you is going to allow you to go back to who you always were. Because those experiences mm-hmm. help to shape us and to mold us. Mm-hmm. And God is going to use that. Mm-hmm. He doesn't leave anything on the cutting room floor. Mm-hmm. He was into recycling before recycling got good. Mm-hmm. He uses all of our stuff to mm-hmm. make us who he wants us to be. Mm-hmm. I want you to take some time to figure out who was I before that trauma. And it can be a, a, a trauma that everybody knows about. It could be something that you ain't never told somebody. Mm-hmm. Who were you before that stuff started happening? And so, um, Robin, because we are we have people on here listening, um, and I heard you say you don't want to open up before we can you know, and leave people open. But what talk to us? You're a therapist, you're a counselor, so I want you to kind of give some advice, if you will, or share some ways that women can can work that out. Okay, so again, I'm going to sound like a broken record, and it's because I am in the trenches with women. Mm -hmm. And what a lot of women, and probably women who are drawn to you, Dr. Tony, Mm -hmm. and the reason why I say that is because we tend to draw women that are a lot like us at Mm -hmm. times. Mm -hmm. And you know, you are driven and you're purposeful and you take care of business. And so I'm sure you are attracting women like that. Mm -hmm. I'm a woman like that. That's why I told you, you are a legend. 
<laughs> but women like that, what often happens, women like me, what often happens is that we just keep going. We keep pushing. We keep making it happen. Mm -hmm. We just put it on the shelf and just put it on the shelf. And eventually the shelf gets too full. And so what I would say, the broken record is this. You got to pause. Mm. You, you, I want to encourage you to not assume that what you are doing is how you always have to do it. How you're responding is how you always have to respond. I want to invite you and I want to encourage you. Just, just here's a key word, curiosity. Mm -hmm. I want you to com uh, commit. Do this for me. Yeah. I want you to commit for the next 30 days from the day you're listening to this, whether you listen to this as soon as it's posted, whether you listen to this six months from now, from that day, I want you to commit 30 days. And over the course of those 30 days, I just want you to do what I coach my clients to do. And that's get a PhD in you. I want you to get a PhD in you. What I uh, phrase PhD is personal healing and development. I want you to take some time just to be curious about you. Pay attention to why when your husband says that you get all upset. When your kid does that, it frustrates you. When mm. your coworker, I want you just to observe yourself. Start mm. jotting it down because you're going to discover a pattern and you're going to be able to see, wait a minute. Every time somebody over talks me, I get really, really angry. And it's because I never felt heard as a child. Now, it's going to take some time for you to do that. But as you pay attention to that pattern, you may want to, that's number one. So you said, what do they need to do? Number one, you need to slow down and just look, pay attention to you for a little while. Get a PhD in you. That's number one. Number two, I encourage you to seek therapy. Now, I'm going to tell you the truth. Most therapists, including myself, our books are our, our books are packed. It's, it's very hard to find a therapist right now. But find a therapist, or and this is hear what I'm saying. Find a therapist that can help you walk through it, but be careful because your trauma in the wrong hands can be re-traumatizing. Right. So make sure if you're dealing with trauma, you're dealing with professional. But if you can't get in with a therapist, find that trusted friend or mentor or spiritual guidance. Because what you can do is get with somebody who loves you and begin to share with them baby they, let me just tell you the truth they've been waiting for you to give them permission yeah they've been waiting for you to say to them yes. tell me what you yes. see about me because the people who love you can give you insight into you that you don't even realize yes. they'll be able to help you see some things like girl i didn't want to say anything but every time somebody says any little thing you're popping off you're getting angry and it's never it never seems like it's worth give them permission now, when you give them permission, you got to be careful that you're not going to retaliate. This is not the time for you to come back and say, well, because you always know you're giving them permission. So number one, slow down. Slow down. Number, number two, be curious. Be curious. Number three, seek some support. If you do those three things over the next 30, 90 days, slow down. Be curious. Seek support. Now, what's the ultimate thing you're going to do? Once you begin to discover that pattern, whatever your pattern is, I told you that one of the patterns for me is this anxious personality. And so what I would start to do is lean in on resources that mm -hmm. can help me begin to work on that. Mm -hmm. And so whether it's scripture, whether it is a book that talks about anxiety, mm -hmm. leaning in, if you have issues with self-worth, find resources that can help you deal with your self-worth. Maybe you have, maybe over these 90 days, you discovered, I have an issue with abandonment. Listen, somebody decides that they moving out of town and I feel like they'd have abandoned me because my, my, my hair lady, my, my uh, hairstylist goes to another salon and I just swear she didn't just cut me up. I have an issue with abandonment. Start leaning into that. Maybe it's unforgiveness. I don't know what it is for you, but I want you to take some time. Once you've done those three steps, the fourth one is to identify whatever the primary pattern is and lean in there so you can get free. Wow. Whew. The first thing, slow down. Mm -hmm. Get a PhD in you. Be curious. Be curious. Yeah. With a system of support. 
seek support. Yes. And when you do those three things, you're going to discover that. Un let me let me describe it like that. Discover your undercurrent. We'll just say that for number four. Mm -hmm. Discover your undercurrent. You by that time, by the time you do these three, you're going to discover that undercurrent, that thing right beneath the surface. And you'll hear me say often, I lump us all in because one of the things that happens as women, the women at our church, I call them freed women. And why do I call them that? Because I say freed women, free women. Once you've gotten free in a certain area, you have yep. an obligation and an anointing to go help another sister get free. And so I just said that in our podcast talk back. I'm telling yes. you, it's in this biblical. Jesus told Peter, when you have been converted. Yes. Within your brother, we have a responsibility, which is why we're doing what we do. Absolutely. Because we're freed women. Yes. And yes. We so what I tell the reason why I'm always lumping us in, Dr. Tony, is because as women, we can carry so much shame and we think we're the only ones dealing with what it is. And I'm like, no, nah, sis, I can help you with all of this. But Dr. Tony, I need you to help me raise these girls. I'm doing all this with y'all. I'm giving y'all all this stuff and I hope it's blessing you. But some of y'all have raised children and you can come and sit with me and say, girl, she got an attitude. Let me tell you how to deal with her attitude. You can help me. So if, if I help you, you help me. So I try to normalize it that all of us have something yeah. that somebody else can help us navigate. So mm -hmm. you don't have to be in it by yourself. That's why God called us to walk in community. Yes. That's why this is so important. It's so important to be connected, to not be out here by yourself, to be, you know, submitted somewhere spiritually have a, a therapist. I call it the self-care board of directors. Mm -hmm. you, you, you know, you being the chair of that board. And I mean, whether you, it's your medical, your medical professionals, your mental health professionals, your, your nutritionists, your, your uh, physical, uh, uh, your fitness professionals, your, you know, spiritual guidance and spiritual yes. leadership, your financial counselor, all of yes. that. All of it. Yes. Is a part of your self-care board, but you are the chair of that board, which means you got to be intentional and you got to get in the driver's seat of your own life. You got to take front and center like uh, Robin has taught us. Wow, this is so good. Self-talk, self-worth and self-care. It is all together it's all connected it's all connected it is all connected robin i want to let them know how they can um uh be in touch with you i want to let them know first let me do some station identification and let them know if you're just now tuning into the podcast you are listening to the harmonize your life conversations on self-care for women of color podcast with your host dr tony g alvarado um you can find us find this podcast on anchor on Apple, on Spotify, on Google Podcasts. We're also on YouTube. If you are listening to this podcast and not on YouTube, please go to my YouTube channel and subscribe to my YouTube channel. Subscribe and share this video. Share this conversation um, uh, with another sister that needs to hear this. I'm telling you, this is, listen, this is a whole workshop that you're getting in this in this conversation right here. So share, subscribe, and share this podcast. And the other thing what happens is when you go to my YouTube channel and you subscribe, what happens is you allow Google and um and, and YouTube is the number one search engine in um on, on the web. And so when people are looking for information on self-care, health, wellness, um, you know, uh, black women, women of color, mental health, fitness, whatever. And you go to YouTube, which, you know, YouTube University, when they go to YouTube University and you put in those words, guess what? If, if we have enough optimization, enough of you all yes. um, um, tagging and liking this podcast, we yes. will come up higher in the search engine. You don't have to look all the way down three pages and Google to find us. We'll readily come up and you'll be able to find this information and share it, find it and apply to your own life and share it with others. Remember, when we get free, we have a responsibility yes. in our community. And that's what we're about on this podcast. I want you to know, women, you can join the Harmonize Your Life 
Women's Self-Care Network. I have a network of women um, like myself, like-minded women who are concerned about our own self-care, but we're also supporting and encouraging and holding one another accountable in this network for self-care, for sacred self-care, for intentionality and living a holistic and a harmonious life. And so you can join uh, the self-care network by going to my website at drtonyalvarado.com. I also want you to know that we have launched an intentional self-care program. You still have time to join that program. It will close um, this month because we're only going to take a small group of women and we're going to work with them for the rest of this year. And then we'll open it back up for next year. So please, if you're interested in the self, in the intentional as, as Robin said, if you're in, interested in being intentional about self-care this year and you know that something in this message uh, spoke to you and you need to do something to get intentional, to get fully engaged in your own life, um, uh, email me at hello doctor, at drtonyalvarado.com and I'll show you and tell you how you can get connected to that program. I also want you to um, know our guest today is Robin R. Monica May, my soror, Robin May. You can find her uh, on robinmayonline.com, robinmayonline.com. You can find her on Facebook at R. Monica May. R-M-O-N-I-C. Everybody says Monica is Monique, but that's totally, it's R. Monique May. R. Monique. Let me fix that right now. Thank yep. you, our, our Monique. Yes, yeah, my mom, my mom thought she was being fancy and spelling Monique different. She told me it was, she said, that's the way the people in France spell it. I said, I found out a couple of years ago, that ain't true. <laughs> so is it R-O-M-O-N-I-C? R-M-O-N-I-C. R-M-O-N-I-C. Got it. How about that? Is that right? Yep, that's it. Yep. Okay, so our Monique, yes, May, you can yes. find her. Yes, you can find her on um, Facebook at our Monique May. You can find her on Instagram. You see that scrolling. Uh, yep, Instagram is where I hang out the most, so that's the and best. That's, place. And I, I love your videos too, girl. Uh, um, Robin May online and on Twitter yep. as well. Robin May online. Are you on TikTok? No, not well. I have one, but I don't really use it. Okay, girl, you got to get on TikTok, girl. I love. What's everybody keeps telling me? I'm gonna have to get my daughter in charge. I love TikTok. I love TikTok. <laughs> I'm gonna have to get my daughters in charge. Oh wait a minute, I'm officially that age. I'm over time. I'm gonna have to get my daughters in charge. <laughs> yes, you are officially that age. My kids got me on it, and I love it. Okay, so um, yes, so follow um Robin May. Get in um, uh, the work that she's doing, follow her, uh, read her books, connect to any programs that she's doing, any seminars that she's doing. When you see a flyer where she's speaking somewhere, just show up. <laughs> Thank you. Tell her Thank that Dr. Tony sent you. All right. And so I'm just so. Robin, I just love our relationship. I love our sisterhood. And it's, and I mean, beyond our sisterhood and Alpha Kappa Alpha sorority, you know, that's that's a great sisterhood. Yes. Our relationship, our, our sisterhood in the Lord yes. and our common work and our common yes. destiny. I just love you so much. And I, I love you too. And I'm so, so, so grateful for you. The inspiration you've been to so many of us. Keep living. Keep being fly. You are encouraging all of us. All right. Listen, Robin, give us one final just word of encouragement on your way out. So the takeaway I would want you to understand is your intentionality is literally completing the puzzle to the kingdom of heaven. When God crafted you and created you, he had this couture life for you. What does that mean? He had this customized plan just for you. I want you to think about a gift that you got somebody that you love. And you were so excited about that gift and you picked it out. You were so excited. You couldn't wait to give it to them. You give them the gift and they say, oh, thank you so much. They put the gift down and they never use the gift. You would be heartbroken because you took so much time picking that out. 
Well, I want you to understand that your heavenly father has created this beautiful life for you. He has great big plans for you. He said, I came to give you life, but not just any old life. I came to give you life more abundantly. And I want you to imagine he's watching you and he's waiting on you to tap fully into this life he has created for you. But because of fear, because of overwhelm, because of stories you're telling yourself, because you're not seeing yourself in the way he created you, you've just put the gift on the side and you haven't opened it. But that's okay. If you're listening to this right now, you have breath in your body. That means you have another chance to slowly begin to open the gift. And as you open the gift, your life is not going to just bless you. It's going to bless all of us. Wow. Thank you so much, Robin. I appreciate you. you. And I'm grateful for the word that you gave us in this closing, uh, closing out our conversation with such an empowering message and word. I hope you take that to heart. I hope you really, really, really slow down. I hope you slow down and get a PhD in you. I pray that you find a community of support and I pray that you pay attention to that undercurrent because not only is that undercurrent trauma and some of the stuff that you've been through, but under there, there is a treasure. Yes. Treasure. Yes. Ready to be unearthed inside of you. And you can get it by your self-talk and understanding your self-worth and practicing sacred self-care. All right. We'll see you soon on the Harmonize Your Life Conversations on Self-Care for Women of Color podcast with your host, Dr. Tony G. Alvarado. See you soon. Thank you.